0: Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange.
1: to Same Peaks, y'all. That's right. This is the podcast where two librarian geeks
2: talk about the show Twin Peaks, one episode... Every two weeks!
1: I love it. Yeah. And uh, uh, I've seen the show yeah. before. I'm a Twin Peaks super fan. Mm. Eric has never seen Twin Peaks before. I'm forcing him to watch it so that I have someone else to talk Do to you about really Twin not Peaks. Have, Do you really not have
2: anyone to talk to you about it? Is that it?
1: I mean, I talked to Brett about it, but it's more fun to talk about it with someone who's like watching it Is for the first time. Is there anyone in
2: the library system that hasn't watched it?
1: Uh, Not that I know of.
2: Wow! Oh, well, now <laughs> I've got anything. New- I think it's
1: like a cult show. Like, I don't, I don't know if, like... Like
2: the book house boys?
1: We're We're touching underneath their eyes. We're doing our, our, uh, what is it? Their salute, which is, like, different for every guy who does it. It's weird. (laughs) Because they never,
2: I get the feeling they never actually, like, told them how to do it. They just, like, rub your face in a weird way. Okay. Big Ed's (laughs) like, okay, I'll rub my face. The, um, let me ask you this. Does Twin Peaks... So, guys, like, like Tess just said, and if you're a new listener, we were just recently at a comic book convention called Lexicon. If you're a new listener who saw us at Lexicon... Welcome. (laughs) We are glad that you're here. But, um, like I said, Tess has watched them all, including The Return. Yes. And I'm watching them uh, one episode at a time. We're up to episode seven. We're at
1: episode seven
2: of season one. Let me ask you this, because I swore in the heart of a dub not to read any spoilers. And I also don't read anything about... Twin Peaks at all because okay. I, I don't want that dove to put mm. my eyes
1: out. <laughs> is there a name for fans of Twin Peaks? People? I don't think like so. Peakyans. That's a that's like, a good question. Peekians? That's a good question. I don't think there is. I Why is just Bookhouse Boys? Yeah, that should know. be the name because nice. isn't it
2: like fans of um, uh, Firefly are browncoats, right? Oh yeah, because browncoats in the show. So. I like that. We should. Is there a podcast called The Bookhouse Boys? I don't know. Well, that's <laughs> it. guys, if you're looking to start a Twin Peaks podcast,
1: that's what you should call it. That's a it. good
2: name, The Bookhouse Boys. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about episode seven. Does it have a title?
1: It does. Guys? It's called Realization Time. <laughs> and
2: we've talked about this before where the, the title episodes were added later. Yeah, right? they, so. they
1: were sort of arbitrarily added when the television show went into syndication in Europe. So... I, I For all we know, some like German person just came up with these out of nowhere. I, <laughs> like, I like the
2: way you deliver that title. Say it again.
1: Realization time. Oh, man. <laughs> Mostly because like, I don't know who's realizing what in this episode. Everyone. Let's get into it. So this segment is our recap segment what? where I recap the episode and Eric fills in with his color commentary. That's right. Um, As
2: I see things that I would like to be discussed in our next segment where we talk about <laughs> mysteries, Miss Tess will highlight them so that we know what to go back to that highlighter.
1: It's bright. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off the episode with Coop and Audrey, Wait. and this was. Oh, I got go something. Ahead.
2: I got you something got already. Something oh, right what? Away. I okay. don't even notice. I took notes Whoa, today. I did. I see that. And by the way, can I say so? If you've listened from the beginning, you know that our our last episode we had to rewatch twice because yeah. log lady. Came in and smashed all of our equipment.
1: <laughs> Is that what happened?
2: Well, in real life, I just forgot to save it, and we had to do it again. <laughs> but it felt so good to be watching a new episode of Twin Peaks.
1: Oh, okay, good! I'm glad <laughs> we had to rewatch
2: it, and it was kind of like um, like we weren't moving forward, right? Yeah, you know, I got that weird like deja vu moment. So it felt really good to be watching a new episode. So first of all, the show starts off the moon. Is half in shadow.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, (laughs) I took notes. The moon
2: is half in shadow. Um, What do you think
1: that means?
2: Maybe it means something. I would say highlight (laughs) it, but I don't have it. I'm just saying it's half in shadow. Maybe something's there.
1: (laughs) Oh, do you want to highlight it? Yeah. Oh! Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I've never been able to use this highlighter before.
1: Eric is looking at the highlighter <laughs> he's just so excited I'm
2: holding my I'm looking at the highlighter the same way my daughter Freya who's 10 months old like looks at a spoon like oh my, my god there's so so much power okay let me I'm highlighting this oh man so this is what it feels like to highlight notes thank you here you go I'm gonna hand that back to you okay moon and part of shadow okay
1: alright uh. so uh, Coop and Audrey this was the cliffhanger yes. from the last episode <laughs> And I just want to say, I actually spoiled this one for you, because I remember you were really worried about if Coop was going to do anything to this beautiful young girl I who's love, nude in his bed. I,
2: I love Agent, Special Agent Cooper, but I was very And here's the deal. I've said this before. They're both consenting adults. She's 18, right? Right. But I feel like it's kind of weird, like he's in a position of authority yeah. and all that. So I was very very relieved. You were
1: very anxious. And so yeah. I just, I just told you about you like two weeks ago. Well, it I was said, like,
2: yeah, I cornered <laughs> you. I said, I said, I said, if Coop goes through with this with Audrey, I'm out. I like,
1: <laughs> he didn't say I'm that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you were very anxious. And so I told you, you have nothing to worry about. And you didn't. Coop uh, points out that Audrey's in high school and yep. he's in the FBI. And even though he likes her, that would be wrong.
2: He sa- he says what she needs now is a friend. He, yeah.
1: So, and he, just, some food. he just wants to be her he friend. He goes to get her some food. And he wants to her to eat some fries and, and she, a milk
2: She has a moment where he's like, And you can tell me all your secrets. She's like, It's gonna take a long time. he's like, Well the night is young. Yeah. You know? Such a sweet scene. It was it amazing. It was so, so good. he didn't turn so I don't know if you, last episode I said I would like turn her into her parents.
0: <laughs> Coop was a
2: little bit cooler than me. Like he wasn't like turning her in, but he was like, I'm gonna talk to you instead. So maybe maybe I was a little rash. Maybe the right answer wouldn't be to like, you know Turn her, turn her into old Ben Horn. So,
1: <laughs> um, then we're over at the police station. Andy and Lucy. Lucy is still being a D yeah. to Andy, oh, but. Okay. She gets a call from her doctor yeah. in this scene. What do you think's going on there? I gotta
2: guess. So if you want to highlight it, I All gotta right. guess. I don't oh, know if it's it. that much of a mystery. I, gotta think, guess. I think I know what it is. I'll, but I don't know. I guess she's probably just being, well, I'll go into it in our next segment. Right. I don't like her being mean to Andy, though. No,
1: she's being He's just... really like, oh. I know. Oh, gosh. He's pitiful yeah, in these scenes. Like, I really wish
2: you would stop calling me, you oh, know? Oh, It makes actor, me sad. And I'm not making fun of him. I mean, it's sad. Pulls you know? at
1: my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. you know
2: what's Amazing. Yeah. Andy is known. He's a known crier, right?
1: Yeah. He hasn't cried yet. Not yet.
2: Not over Lucy. He's a strong. At he's least, made...
1: at least not in front of. Him. <laughs> he
2: got, got all <laughs> he his probably
1: tears. goes home got, and is like, got, what? Got
2: all his tears out the night before
1: because <laughs> and his tears actually like go out sideways like in a cartoon,
2: <laughs> like in anime. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes home and just puts on Titanic <laughs> and watches that scene where like that old Titanic
1: couple... hasn't come out yet. Has Titanic not come out. This is nineteen ninety. Oh my
2: god! You just blew my
1: mind. Oh my he god! He doesn't even have a sad movie to watch.
2: What would be the sad movie I before have no Titanic? Idea. Like I when, was... when did the English Patient come out? <laughs> I'm trying I... to think of other like notorious sad movies. I
1: think after that too.
2: Okay. Um. <laughs> sorry. Uh. <laughs>
1: well, you find out a little more information about Waldo the bird. Waldo is a minor bird. Yep. And they can mimic. Um, things when they're in good health, and this one is not in good health. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but they wonder could he be a witness to a crime, and maybe he could mimic yeah. what he heard. Which the is night a of the very
2: crime. cool, like crime kind of plot thing. Kind
1: of cool. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, Coop's got his. A tape recorder and he's like voice activated. He sits it next to Waldo. So if Waldo, once Waldo is back into good health, they're feeding him grapes yeah. and getting him water and, you know, t- you know, making him feel yeah. comfortable. And once he feels healthy, he will, apparently he might repeat some things he's heard before.
2: In this scene, Return of the Giant Tray of Donuts.
1: Right? <laughs> yes. Massive scene. Amanda,
2: last night she was watching it with me for a part. She goes, those donuts. <laughs> the donuts are back. So donuts get ruined later in the episode. Real bummer. I do yeah. yeah. um
1: Forensics uh, confirms because uh, you know they got all that evidence in the last episode. At that, so <laughs> what you convenient. think? What you think is a very convenient so crime convenient. scene. Uh, confirms that Ronette, Laura, and Leo were all at. Renault's cabin, and there was one photo on the camera, and it was of Waldo the bird and Laura, what yeah. looks to be Laura. And the J in Laura's stomach was part of a poker chip from One-Eyed Jack's, Um, and Jacques supposedly deals poker there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Coop suggests an undercover sting.
2: So first of all, wait, how far away is One Eye Jacks?
1: Not too far, but it because is <laughs> okay. over the border into Canada.
2: Would no one, like, recognize Coop and stuff like that, though? Like, isn't Twin Peaks supposed to be Right? I mean, I
1: was trying to figure that out. I don't know. This is like a seedy casino, though. I guess so. Like, probably the upstanding citizens of Twin Peaks. He's probably not planning to run into any of them. I guess them. so.
2: I don't know. Well, and later we find out they have <laughs> disguises, so it's okay. They do
1: have very disguises. good disguises. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's over the border, which is outside of both Harry and Coop's jurisdiction. But, but it's clearly a job for the book house we're, boys. We're doing the and, we'll do the the the,
2: the, um, and we, I've already talked to this guest how I feel about
1: <laughs> I people like,
2: abusing their authority as oh, the book house boys. You
1: know, it's really funny because, as I mentioned, I have watched the show. I love this show. And I was... I was definitely into the show when I was watching it the first time, but there are things that I am rethinking now because of of your influence mainly, and we'll get to this I, later. I gotta
2: tell you, I there's <laughs> a lot of rethinking I did in this episode Ooh. too. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Well, we find out that Leo survived his gunshot because he's spying on Shelly. It, it looks like Leo. I know. It looks like he's gonna snipe Bobby. I, did you see that? He Leo, uh, so this like is why a I like Leo because you know what
2: Leo's gonna do because he's Mister like he's one action kind of man. Bobby walks up and he's like, I'm just, sh- "I'm just gonna shoot, I'm just gonna shoot, I'm just gonna shoot this man."
1: Oh, but he's listening to a police scanner, yeah. And um,
2: ooh, which oh, go ahead. by the way, if he's listening to police scanner, he could probably. Well, Highlight police scanner for me. You got it. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of the game. I'm getting ahead of the game. Okay.
1: On the police scanner, he overhears... Well, first, um, he's, he's spying on Shelly and Bobby, and Bobby says he's going to deal with Leo and James, which I thought was weird. Like, why are you still... He's still mad at James. Why are you still so mad at James? Where's, Chill out, Bobby. Where's Snake at? <laughs> does Snake show up again? Uh, yeah, I think he does. Okay. Oh, oh God. Actually, yes, he does. He has a really amazing subplot. You're going to love <sighs> This Does um, it snakes? No. Okay. But oh. it, uh, oh, it's great. Anyways, um, that's that's the deal with Bobby. But uh, Leo, listening on the police scanner, he overhears them talking about Waldo. And then he, he, he hightails it. Yeah, yeah, he gets into the car. Maddie, Donna, and James are listening to the tape that Maddie found, Mm -hmm. and uh, we find out this was a tape of Laura talking to Doc, which is probably... Dr. Dr. Jacoby. Um, and this is probably one of the tapes that he he has tapes of her that he listens to. She probably was making him these tapes, and that's what it is. And uh, so uh, they come up with this idea, this little Scooby gang of Maddie, Donna, and James decide they're going to break into Jacoby's office. Because because clearly Laura and Jacoby were communicating. Yeah, she, Maybe he has yeah, some info. And she mentions the coconut. She does, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah very important. Um, the Scooby uh, Gang.
1: <laughs> Speaking of listening to things, Audrey is—that is that
2: was a good segue. That was awesome
1: really good. Things, yeah, things. Audrey's listening in on her boss. Yep, and she finds out that he's just recruiting girls to go be escorts <laughs> at One Eye Jacks. And now I want to know.
2: Yep, I know.
1: I know. I know. That was <laughs> How so, do you feel that so about hard? that?
2: I just sat here and was like, this man's a hard-working, honest citizen. He's trying to do the right thing. And now he's in danger of maybe getting fired. And come kind of to find out, this guy, I don't say this very the often. total
1: scumbag. He's a
2: to- I can't think of a better word to call him than scumbag. Yeah. I mean, he's recruiting young girls to work at one Eye Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly as waitresses or hostesses or hospitality girls. Yeah. Which is just a fancy word for a prostitute. Yeah. Right? Which is really messed up. Yeah, he gives them unicorns. Yeah, little little. Do you know what when he when he gave her that unicorn, that little porcelain unicorn? You know what I thought of? What did, of? what did you think I'll
1: of? What did you think of Blade Runner? Because <laughs> they have unicorns. Oh, I did not think about. You, it's a Disney movie. Oh no!
2: Do you remember Entangled? They have that. They have that scene in Entangled where all the barbarians <laughs> have a dream, and that one guy, oh, yes. that huge guy, really loves like like little. Um, Little unicorn figurines. <laughs> anyway, that's what made me think of... But this guy... So, here's the... I've gone full circle.
1: Sidebar. Tangled is a great movie. I'm glad, though, that you've come around well, and you've realized... I've also... Now, th- do you still disapprove of Audrey's actions or...
2: <laughs> it's one of those weird things. Like, now that I know he's not a great guy, I think it's okay what she did. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest, she's like... She was threatening to, like... Um, to accuse him of rape, right? Mm -hmm. This guy's not a great guy. I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but he did have that notebook with, like, (laughs) stars next to all the girls' names or hearts. So, like, maybe there's some non-consensual stuff going on. But... Did she know that before? You know what I mean. (laughs) Having said that, (laughs) I I don't know. I thought Audrey was pretty cool in this moment where she kind of strolled up there and then just casually got in the closet. Although if you're gonna hide, (laughs) probably not smoke, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't they smell that? Well, I thought about that. I thought if if everyone's smoking, the the office probably already smells like smoke. Yeah,
2: that's true. Like I don't. You wouldn't notice. I don't. I don't smoke, and no one in my family really does, so Mm -hmm. I would probably pick up on it right away. Yeah. But like my sister does smoke, so she probably wouldn't have right you know so
1: um at the diner hank appears to be being nice but that's he's probably just being shifty um because uh, Harry's stopping in just to remind him that Hank needs to go see his parole officer every week.
2: I'm so, I must be so gullible because, like, <laughs> Hank, so just like, what's the, the marriage? Do you name?
1: think Hank is being nice? Well,
2: at first I did. I was like, man, Hank's really, he's talking to, what's her name? <laughs> Shelly. He's talking to Shelly. They seem to be getting along. And then all of a sudden he's like stealing lighters and he's doing sneaky guy stuff. He was was not sucking on his domino at <laughs> Thank work. Goodness. Maybe he had a conversation. And he said don't do that at work. Um, I didn't we, I'm not a huge fan of Truman. I don't really like the way he's bu- bullying. Yeah, Harry Truman, he's kind of bullying him a little bit, right? Dude, he served his time, right? I know, I know you're holding it back. I know you're holding it back. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever bad things Hank is going to do or is doing, mm-hmm. Harry doesn't know that. So, <laughs> I mean, I felt like he was kind of being a D himself. Uh,
1: I'm well... well- Let's maybe think about it this way. It's a small town. Yeah. And Harry and Hank have probably known each other for a long time, too. And maybe Harry's this trying is to a... keep
2: things safe, and, and Hank has been, like, a disruptive person. There you yeah.
1: go. I mean, he did kill a man, right? He totally did. Yeah. And he doesn't so. have a good excuse for it. He
2: doesn't. You know? I was kind of bummed when he... Because he was, like, being real nice, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, man.
1: He's not <laughs> oh, really man. nice. Yeah, I, just, I know. I, I mean, here's the I would love it That's if That's the worst kind, when people are nice to your face, and then you find out they're not very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. It's,
2: like, sneaky. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know.
1: <clears throat> um, back at the department store, Audrey claims that she was also recruited. Yeah. Um, she so was, sneaky. That was a great she move. She is. Not sneaky yeah. badly. That so was a great So she goes move. to the girl that... What's her name? Do you remember? Jenny.
2: Jenny. She had cool hair. She had, like, a ribbon through her hair or something? Or Person what? of color. Yeah, I right know. Add now. her to
1: the count. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> Very rare uh, that we have people of color in Twin Peaks, so we celebrate it yeah. every time we see it. We actually um, shoot
2: like we have one small firework, and we go boom. <laughs> <sighs> And we have one for every person of color that shows up on the show.
1: <laughs> um, so Audrey claims that she was recruited and she gets that number from Jenny. Um, to be being super sneaky spy stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, that was a smart move. But Like, oh, I did something bad. I lost my number. Yeah. Uh,
1: Nadine is watching Invitation to Love. <laughs> oh. oh, she's so sad because yeah. she didn't get her patent, apparently. Yeah. And But Ed... Big Ed tells her not to give up.
2: I told you, Big Ed's one of my favorite guys, and yeah. he's so good. He grabs her and he's like, "Don't ever give up," which is so sweet. But what I love about that scene is she's watching. What's the name of the
1: invitation? You know, to love. And, the and soap as he's opera. saying that,
2: the music's playing. Like it's such a <laughs> so funny like moment where he's like, telling her don't ever give up," and they're playing the soap opera. I he's think like,
1: that's like Twin Peaks is very self aware. Yeah, like
2: yeah, it
1: knows that it's she being really soap opera. was going to be a millionaire. Well, she might still be. She was going to buy know. a boat.
2: She's going to yeah. do things with her money.
1: It is a sad scene. Oh, um, Harry confronts Josie about her stakeout. Because as we know, Hawk had tracked Josie at that the motel yeah. uh, where she was doing her stakeout. Jersey. And first, she denies it.
2: Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, like plays. Yeah. Knock it off, girl.
1: <laughs> but Knock then she tells him about Ben and Catherine. Yeah. And she tells him that they're planning to burn the mill and make it look like an accident.
2: Or are they?
1: That's her story, yeah, anyway. I know. Um, okay, here's where I'm really rethinking Coop. <laughs> All right? I love you. are rethinking Coop? Listen, Dale Cooper, I will love you till the day I die. But you took $10,000 of the FBI's money to gamble with at One-Eyed jack. But doesn't
2: he say something like...
1: He says he's planning to make money. Yeah, like he's he's always going. He's gonna return the money and with extra money. And
2: later, there's a moment where it looks like he probably is. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm sure. Um. He he gets he's... ten thousand dollars, and he gives how much of it does he give him to Big Ed? Three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Can I tell you? I, I brought up actually brought up last night because I was looking for like. Quotes. Oh. I brought up the script and I was going oh, through okay. it last night like foaming. Through. Yeah, ten thousand dollars, and then he's like, "Well, here you go," you know.
1: This is a nineteen nineties money man. Yeah,
2: that's like five billion dollars.
1: <laughs> Um, and here's another thing that's got me rethinking Coop. Okay, listen to this. Harry tells Coop what Josie said. Thank you. Okay, he tells her the story, and at first, Coop is like, do you believe her? How do you, much do you know about this What woman? do you know
2: about her before Twin Peaks? What
1: was her like, life before she got here? And then, but, but then Harry's like, I love her. I just love her, man. And Coop's like, oh shucks. Let's look into it. Like, he's just like, well, that's good enough for me, Harry. What? And I'm just like, no, no, no. Your first instinct. That was what you should have gone with. Ugh.
2: Have we... Let me ask you this. I think we... Because I know you do... First of all, you do a phenomenal job recapping the episode. Did Thanks. we You're welcome. <laughs> did we um, go past the scene where they have coffee at the diner already?
1: Oh we, we did. did. Okay,
2: so d- can we just back up real quick? Back up after after Truman is intimidating Hank. I Who...
1: I tell you, I, I purposely skipped it because it's my quotable quotation. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll
2: get to it later, then. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I had you're a welcome. feeling there's a reason. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Um Audrey is trying to get a hold of Coop. Yep. She's calling him, she's calling him, can't get a hold of him because he's planning for the big sting. Uh, So she leaves a note under his door. Yep. Uh, Catherine is informed that Josie and Ben filled out an insurance policy. And if she dies, Josie gets all her assets.
2: And the guy's like, I thought it was weird that yeah. <laughs> you weren't involved. But what do I know? I'm the just the agent, guy. Yeah, the
1: agent shows up to ask her to sign these documents that she did not know about. But she kind of plays it off yeah. like, uh, like she knew. Um, but she doesn't sign the papers. And she also realizes that the second ledger is gone. Yeah,
2: she gets mad. She goes, ah,
1: <coughs> the, that guy. What's the word
2: for the guy that... <laughs> Does life insurance stuff. An agent? The agent?
1: Yeah. He's
2: into some shady stuff too, right? Because, first of all, if you're a life insurance agent, I don't know if it's normal to just take out you know life insurance policies on people without them knowing
1: right that's kind of
2: weird but there's a scene too where he's like well
1: he was doing his due diligence he was coming to check with her i guess he did he was like i thought it sounded weird so here i am there's
2: this one moment though (laughs) because we know Catherine and ben both for them business and pleasure are the same thing right yes of
0: course for both of them there's a moment
2: there's do you know where we go with this the agent looks at her and he goes she goes you're uh, you know, got plans of advancement or whatever. You want to move up the ranks? And He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm willing to do anything. And then he mouths the word
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, did you notice that? I, didn't I notice did I did.
2: And I was like, <laughs> 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 I really thought that there was going to be oh, some, yeah, between oh, her some and... business and pleasure. Well, I thought, you know, if it's good for Ben, maybe it's good for uh, Catherine. Mean, I really thought... She was
1: thought, a way too distracted by this yeah. revelation. She
2: clearly wasn't into him, but yeah. I yeah. thought that's where it was going because he does that anything <laughs> like that. And then, like, when he leaves, she goes, think think she's got to think of a way out of it yeah you know
1: yeah catherine Um, man meanwhile leo assassinates waldo uh oh and then there's a chilling scene as the blood splatters across the donuts yeah um was
2: that the chilling scene the donuts i
1: I thought it was chilling because i love donuts and i was sad to see them amanda
2: thought someone was gonna still eat the donut with blood on it
1: oh gross yeah
2: she thought like that would
1: have been chilling oh
2: oh um Go ahead and highlight Waldo okay. for me, just because. Yeah, but just because highlight him. Highlight Waldo and highlight Josie. Sorry, I haven't been oh, it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I realized. I, I yeah. Thank you. Okay. okay. Waldo and Josie.
1: Um, they do rewind the tape back. Um, to hear uh, that in his short little life. Uh, there at the police station he did say he did mimic some things he did he did repeat something that's a creepy scene it's super creepy because the
2: bird in the recording is like don't hurt me or you know yeah he says
1: Laura Laura hurting me hurting me stop it stop it Leo no Leo no no
2: Leo, I mean, it was scary. But it is. It's, it's, it's weird, it, weird when I'm it's doing a the voice. Scene. <laughs> it was scary. That's probably one of the creepiest things. I would say the next creepiest thing is when um, um, Ben and Jerry went to One Eye Jacks the first time. That was yeah, a really creepy. That was. Scene. That's a. And you know all those scene. women are there, like probably not of their own volition. Like right. They don't want to be.
1: Um, you know, it's not. Chilling or, or scary. What? Big Ed's amazing disguise.
2: Well, first of all, his outfit, like, not just his disguise, but his suit, that boy cleans up nice.
1: right? <laughs> He's wearing... He looks sharp. He, he looks sharp. sharp. I loved his bolo tie.
2: Big Ed's a bolo tie. <laughs> not guy. many
1: men can pull off the bolo tie. When I was a
2: kid, um, I had a bolo tie, <laughs> uh,
1: and I would always wear it, did. thank you, if
2: it was like a thing you had to dress up at school or something. Not in high school, but like, you know, when I was in that middle school school goodness. and i would always be so proud i had like a it was a steer like a oh head, my goodness and i was very like
1: can I tell you, I also had a bolo tie yeah. when I was young. Yes, I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and that was, bolo it was like a thing. A thing yeah. A, yeah, it's it's bolo tie country out there. <laughs> so, also like, <laughs> known as bolo tie country. Because it's on their license plates. <laughs> what was
2: on your bolo tie?
1: I, you know what, it's sad, I don't remember. That is um,
2: sad. Did you,
0: you own know, a cowgirl I think hat too? a tail? star.
1: Um, I don't think I went full cowgirl with the hat. That was a long time ago. That's amazing. Makes me feel. But old. no, Big Ed, and I'll tell
2: you right now, Coop looks great too in his outfit. <laughs> in his
1: tux? Yeah, and what well, I yeah. mean in yeah, his
2: tux, like they look sharp. With and his so,
1: glasses. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was his disguise, by the way. He just put on glasses. <laughs> I was trying to figure this out. I he <laughs> I slicked his hair back so a little bit. <laughs> in the scene,
2: too, they open up this case. With <laughs> it's all like the,
1: the FBI disguise <laughs> case. <laughs> and like,
2: Big Ed's like, whoa. And Coop's like, yeah. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> it's So funny, and there's these like, little mustaches and little bags. Um, but they're also getting wired up. Yeah, and the wire is going back to um, to Hawk. Yeah, he's going to be listening in on. Hawk's
2: a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such so funny. By the way, it was just funny seeing him. It's basically like a tackle box, but mm-hmm. with with mustaches and wings. <laughs> yeah, and he's like he's like there's a what does he say? He goes there's a curly one in there that's gangbusters. <laughs> And big head. I mean, big B- 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 says something like, "Well, I hope it fits. I got a big head."
0: And it's just <laughs> such a funny line. It's just like, you
1: know. oh, it's kind of an adorable scene, which is followed by, if you don't mind me saying, one of the more creepier scenes oh. of the episode: Maddie's sneaking out, and Leland is just sitting in I the know. dark.
2: Oh, do you mean like, watching do you her go? You hope I don't mind because you know I'm on. Because
1: I know you love yeah. Leland. Well, I, I d- thought that was a super.
2: He's sitting in the dark. Creepy. So thing. what's scarier? And what's? Well, what, oh, how about this? What's sad? Batter, him
1: doing this and
2: and freaking out because of the swing music, or, or him sitting like, in the
1: sitting and in the And then they dark. walk
2: out, and he just like leans forward like a ghoul. Oh.
1: Whoa. Oh. A ghoul. Ugh. Um, Maddie. Um, oh wait, did I skip now? Maddie's wearing a blonde wig. Um. Oh, and James has a very emotional reaction he like, when he sees her. He's like know.
2: losing. It. I think he yeah. thought it was Laura. I think again.
1: yeah, it reminded he, him of so, Laura. So their plan, <laughs> yeah,
2: correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. is that Maddie, who's the cousin of Laura,
1: yes, who looks just like her, because which shouldn't
2: be genetically possible because it's
1: the same actress. Yeah. She
2: is dressing up like Laura to convince Doctor Jacoby. That Laura is alive so that he will leave so that they can check his place, right? That's right. That is the most complicated plan <laughs> to get him out of there, right? I mean Is c- it? Isn't it, couldn't there have been an easier way to get him out of the place? Here, I'll do one. Okay. Hey, Dr. Jacoby, you just won a million dollars. Can you come by and pick it up?
1: He wouldn't fall for that. Dr. Jacoby won't. Dr. He's, Dr. A, he's a, a man okay. of, of intellect. I've and... got one.
2: Hey, Dr. Jacoby, I am a person with a sexual problem.
1: And <laughs> I need, I need he's like, I'll be right there. He's like, I'll
2: be. Dr. Jacoby, I've been crying every time I have sex. So he's like, I'm on my... I'm already in the car, buddy. Maybe not. I just thought that it was just a really complicated plan. Like, they had to convince him Laura was alive. Yeah,
1: Um, uh, we'll get back to that in a moment because there is a brief scene where we find out that the Icelandics have not signed yet because they want to have a party and they're going to have their party at one Eye Jack. So you can imagine that... Coop and Ed and Hawk are gonna be at One Eye Jacks and now we're gonna have a party at One Eye Jacks those people have seen Coop as you pointed out earlier thank
2: you I mean he is wearing the glasses
1: <laughs> maybe they will
2: already it works him. for Superman right <laughs> The um, I'm gonna say and uh, no of uh, this, I do not mean this as an offense to David Lynch or anyone that works on the show I don't no I really don't
1: David Lynch it. if you're listening if
2: you're listening please we would love to have you on the cast um, we have a long waiting list though so hopefully we can fit you in <laughs> Anyway, the um and I I, I really don't mean this is a bad thing at all, but sometimes it feels like the show's written like by a child <laughs> who thinks they know how grown-ups act, right? Like so if I was a kid, I'd be like of course, when grown-ups have parties, they drink and sing hundred of hundred beers on the wall, right? I mean, and eat ice cream. If I was a grown-up, I would eat ice cream all day and drink beer and sing songs. Because that's what they're doing, right?
1: <laughs> David Lynch is really just uh, an overgrown Boy Scout. <laughs> it's
2: uh, not not, a, not in a bad way. It's just so funny. Like They're just sitting around eating ice cream yeah. and singing songs while, they, while they're while they drinking.
1: Real quick, I do want to mention, because we lost... we we mentioned that we lost uh, a podcast we did uh we a didn't lady took we, it yeah there was one point that we made in the lost cast that uh i wanted to bring back up again because i just i liked the point you asked me why is it always people from this part of the world Thank that you. they're trying to get to invest and i actually looked it up there's no there's not a lot of trees um, up north. At all. And, but there's beautiful trees in Washington and they're all fascinated by the trees. So that's why it's Norwegians, Icelandics. It's always oh, some okay. like up north. That's why they're investing down here. Quick, um, I got a
2: question for you. That yeah. group of Icelandic mm-hmm. people, was that Stohepa?
1: Yeah, or it's it Stohepa, so it's still yeah. still
2: actress and everything. Okay, yeah. so continuity, yeah. Stohepa. Okay. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Um...
1: Man. Ben calls Josie to see if Catherine is at the mill.
2: Yeah.
1: It's set for tonight. And Hank is there, too.
2: So Josie is doing sneaky stuff?
1: Josie's being sneaky. So now it seems like the plan is not to burn the mill and blame it on Josie. The plan is to burn the mill with Catherine inside of it and, Josie, and collect her life and insurance. And Josie wants
2: to burn her own mill.
1: Yeah. To and, get all of the, I guess to get the insurance. And
2: Harry knows that Josie's doing something sneaky, but he loves her.
1: So. No, Harry doesn't think she's being sneaky. He knew she was taking photos. Well, bills. yeah, that's but true. But she had like an
2: answer, I guess. Yeah, weakest answer ever.
1: Oh, Harry. I, you don't know Josie at all. Yeah. And Hank is there. Yeah, because I guess whenever something shifty's happening, Hank. is just, See you later. Catch you later. <laughs> Catch you later. No
2: domino in that scenario. Um, domino watch.
1: Audrey goes for her job interview. Such a cool scene with Blackie. So cool. is it a cool scene because she she basically she gets the job. Yeah. Because she can tie a cherry stem. Which with is her so tongue. to me.
2: Tie, so so <laughs> she she goes in and Blackie. Um, Right away sees through her her fake resume, right? right? She calls her out on it, and then um, Audrey plucks the cherry out of her drink, eats the cherry... Uh, ties the stem in a knot, and then she gets the job. Yeah, so I think it's a Which cool scene. A
1: baller move. It's so cool
2: <laughs> to me tying a stem, in the, uh, a stem of a cherry in a knot. It's so, is like,
1: impossible. Is it impossible? I think so. But anyway, continue. Give me a cherry. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just no, I have reach across. No, but to me it feels so nineties. Like yeah, you know, like, You're uh, for right. For some reason, I remember like in middle school, like people being like, "Oh man, she could tie a cherry in a stem <laughs> in a knot." I don't think people do that anymore. I like, don't think Now it would be like, she could text with her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> she could do all these. She can, She's so good at Candy Crush with her tongue.
1: <laughs> uh, back to the Scooby gang. So Maddie calls up Jacoby, <laughs> pretending to be Laura. Hey, Doc. And then they made, uh, like, basically, like, a proof of life video where she's holding today's paper and uh, they've they've left that for him, and he watches that, and that allures him out. Yeah. And they tell him to meet meet her at Sparkwood in twenty one. Yeah, but Jacoby looks carefully at the video and realizes she's actually at the gazebo, he which says, is a different location. He
2: goes like this gazebo that's exactly what he said he goes, that's
1: his gazebo. eureka yeah, yeah.
2: It's gazebo. <laughs> gazebo um i really think dr jacoby's like the evil genius of the show like i think he's he's a very intelligent person
1: um meanwhile bobby is snooping on them
0: yeah
1: but someone else is snooping did you get this there's like a weird there's perspective a person yeah. thing. first you see so you can see the scooby gang uh, like at a distance and then and you see and then you can see that it's Bobby who's looking. Yeah. But then you see at a distance, you see Bobby looking at the Scooby gang. A so few, someone else is a watching. A few episodes
2: ago, I don't remember if it was episode three or four. There's that scene where Bobby and Snake and uh, Ben are meeting in the woods. You remember that creepy scene? <gasps> yeah. And it seemed like people were watching them. Yes. So highlight people watching Bobby.
1: You got it. Yeah, I I got two
2: theories about that.
1: I'm referring to this person, whoever they may be, as the heavy breather. Because whenever they show that perspective, (sighs) you hear this really heavy breathing. What does
2: that sound like? (sighs) Was it you?
1: (laughs) It wasn't me. Do we know...
2: Let me ask you this. Without too much out-of-game knowledge, do we know who the Heavy Breather is?
1: Okay. This is really interesting, because when I was watching this episode, I remembered that when I watched the episode initially, I did not know who this was. And I was like, who could this possibly be? Yeah. But re-watching the episode, I totally know who it is, and I'm kind of, like, ashamed that I didn't get it the first time around. Should I be ashamed? No, thank you. I mean, <laughs> you're like it's yes. Only upon second viewing your, that I can that I can lower, figure it out. Eric. Meanwhile, James and Donna sneak into Jacoby's office, and Bobby frames James by sticking coke on his. On oh, his bike. is that what that? was? That's what that was. So he
2: put cocaine inside the bite. Inside
1: his bite. Will people find it? I I'm pro. What I'm guessing is probably like Bobby's gonna maybe inform. On him, and then they'll oh, find and it. and then... Because the, I was like,
2: who's searching inside the bike? I didn't know that was you cocaine. Have to, you have
1: to create a reason for it I thought that was
2: something that would explode. So this
1: is Bobby's master plan. No, I'm pretty sure those drugs. I thought were it was drugs. like something...
2: Well, you probably know that it's drugs. I thought it was something that would like... It was a be,
1: white, powdery substance. Oh, did you think like, like something in the motorcycle? Something...
2: Yeah, I don't... I'm not a car person or a motor... I thought maybe if you put something in it and then you started the combustion Um, it would explode but
1: spoiler alert
2: you probably can't drive with a bunch of drugs (laughs) spoiler alert it was cocaine it It was was coca coca. (laughs) you probably can't drive with a bunch of coke in your gas tank right
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe or, or maybe there was like a little storage compartment. Maybe they stuck it there. Real quick side yeah. note. Yeah, I what? don't know much about motorcycle. I don't need neither. <laughs> How do they? I
2: think they got. I think they got wheels, and I don't know. Real quick side note. I did um, training for um, what's it called? Noxalone. The uh, oh yeah. You take if someone ODs. Yeah, yeah. They, they were talking about this new drug in Russia. This is real quick side note called crocodile. <laughs> Have you heard of this? No. I guess it's mix of like a bunch of different drugs Ooh. and gasoline and stuff. Nice. And you know why they call it crocodile? Because apparently it's so potent, it makes your skin fall off. It peels oh. off. And people that are addicted to it only last a few days. How sad is that? That's terrible. I know. It's like, it's cocaine mixed with morphine mixed with like, um, was it red f- phosphorus? Like the matchbook dust <laughs> oh. and gasoline and something like things you would never want rat poison, things you would never want to put in your body and it makes the, the skin come off. Oh. So...
1: That's so terrible. It makes me sad
2: because no one cho- no one wakes up and goes today. I'm going to become addicted to drugs. Right? There's right. a reason for it. It makes me. S- I know this is supposed to be a fun. Bringing
1: in. This down, is to- I yeah. know. Sorry. This is
2: supposed to be a fun cast about. I Twin will ta- peaks.
1: Can I tell you a funny drug story? Please. Thank
2: <laughs> you. I'm just saying. Crocodile makes me sad.
1: And this is tangentially uh, related to <laughs> Twin Peaks because it's about Riverdale, the TV show, oh, cool. which is basically Twin Peaks Junior. Um, and in Riverdale, uh, in the current storyline of Riverdale, there's like a drug problem going along with the teens in Riverdale Not and the drug problem. the drug they're taking is called Jingle Jangle.
2: <laughs> how, how do they say it when they ask for it? You got the Jingle Jangle? Yeah,
1: you got that Jingle Jangle? You got
2: the Jingle Jangle.
1: I got that Jingle Jangle for
2: it. <laughs> Is it a good show? You tell me you like it.
1: I like it a lot. Cool. Um, you
2: know what's another good show? Twin Peaks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one we're actually the talking, one about. talking about. So let's talk about... So many mysteries. So many mysteries. All right.
2: Okay. You
1: highlighted something. Right there. away, I
2: highlighted something. Um, I'm not used to taking notes, <laughs> so I should have probably like jumped in with my... Most of my notes were... Th- here, I'll... Well, okay. First thing on my note that I highlight was moon, part, and shadow. The moon was, like, half in shadow, mm-hmm. like, at a weird diagonal. So I'm not a moon person. What's that called?
1: I I, I don't know. A
2: half full moon? Half moon? I don't know. I'm just going to say metaphor for things aren't what they seem to be.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Right? Like, maybe, um, like, good and evil. Real
2: quick. Okay. And before we get to the other highlighter things, I'll read some of my notes down. Uh, Josie's <laughs> still a man.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I asked Amanda. Still thinks she's a man. uh, uh a Complicated way to get Jacoby out of there. James goes nuts over fake Laura. Hank, cool. No. <laughs> and this is something we didn't bring up in the uh, in the recap. Coop doesn't like birds.
1: Yeah, that was weird. They
2: were like, hey, you wanna feed him? And he was like, I don't like birds.
1: You're right. That so, was that was a little odd.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what does that mean? I
1: don't know.
2: I don't have a theory about him not liking birds, but I think that's interesting because That he, is interesting. There's not a lot of things he doesn't. That's true. Like. Actually,
1: yeah. I think that might be the first like negative thing yeah. Coop has ever yeah. said. Let's also,
2: yeah, well also, well he did say <laughs> something negative about the Icelandic people.
1: He didn't like their singing. He didn't like being kept up all night. Them up.
2: But he's okay being up all night talking to his good friend Audrey. So
1: just, <laughs> well, we got fries and just, milkshake. Yeah,
2: I really <laughs> thought they were going to start singing in the middle of <laughs> like this this really heartfelt scene. Um,
1: yep. Um, you had a theory about uh, Lucy getting a call from her doctor. Yes. Is she pregnant. Can't say. At you can't say. I can't which say. Which I don't think
2: that... Here's a note. Finding out that you were with child is something I could never know what that's like, but I'm sure it's very stressful. <laughs> especially under... There's a lot of social pressures probably within Twin Peaks and all that. Yeah. Is Andy the dad?
1: I don't know. Is Andy
2: not the dad? I don't if, know. Is Andy the dad? <clears throat> Why is she being so mean to him? Maybe she's mad because he said he was... Wearing protection. Well,
1: this is another um, interesting thing about rewatching the show because, like, like I said again, you know, I I watched the show and I loved it and I was into it. I thought that this storyline between Andy and Lucy about her being mad at him and then I thought that this like happened a lot faster. I didn't realize that this is like spaced out over. Yeah, it's. I mean, because this has been going on for several episodes now. Like for, I
2: kind of hope. Andy is going to be a dad, because that's my guess, because it was a doctor, right? By mm-hmm. the way, taking personal calls at work, right?
1: Mm, yeah. Mean, but sometimes okay. your doctor needs to contact you Oh, hours. sure. Yeah. And to be
2: honest, on our, on our work, at least at my library branch, we do say, like, if it's an important text message or something, go ahead, go ahead take and take it, it. Yeah. just step away yeah. behind a desk. Um, I kind of hope Andy is a dad, though, because imagine how much he's going to cry. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> So much so crying. So much. So much crying. Um, You had a theory about the police scanner that Leo was listening yeah, to? Yeah.
2: If I think the cabin is all a plant.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember,
2: I had a theory. That the was cabin, your theory. <laughs> look at you. The cabin that the uh, all the evidence was very convenient. Um, I thought there was a mole in the old... TPSD,
1: (laughs) the Twin Peaks Shared Department. Maybe it's
2: just Leo. Maybe he was listening in on the scanner and he was able to set it up. Maybe. Okay. Where do you get the police scanner? I guess you could just buy them. They
1: did find the forensic evidence of all of them at the scene. I guess that could have been planted.
2: Yeah, the cabin's probably real. I'm just saying it was very, (laughs) very convenient.
1: You have a theory about Josie?
2: Oh, uh, still a man. Also, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And also, she's, I mean, this is kind of confirmed, totally into some deep stuff,
0: right?
1: I will tell you, when I was watching it for the first time, I did not want to believe anything bad about Josie. You really I was, like Josie? I I don't know. There's like a, I don't know. You you obviously see through it, you and Amanda, because you think she's you know a
2: we You know what we see when we see <laughs> through it. A man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I felt like she had kind of a a innocence to her and kind of a sweetness to her. And I can see why Harry is not for maybe good reasons though, but like attracted to her because he can protect her. Cause he obviously has that kind of protector personality. That's why he like joined the police department probably. And that's why he's in a secret society. <laughs>
0: the book house, boys.
1: Do you know
2: let me ask you this out of game knowledge again. Do you know why it's a secret relationship?
1: I you know, you had mentioned I've really
2: hung up on that. Like I why know. is it a secret?
1: I actually don't know why. Yeah.
2: I think that's a big deal.
1: Other than maybe they just want some privacy. I see it's some, a small town. And I maybe see some don't... sweet innocence
2: in Josie as well. Yeah. But I think it's all a charade. It's I really do. Charade. Especially the scene where he was like, <laughs> there was a scene, it wasn't the last episode I've episode before, where he's like, uh, He's like, I need to talk to you about something. Uh, you were at the hotel. And she was like, she was like, she was like oh, I have to I, go now. I, I, go, I got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> and then even in this episode.
1: That was the worst. It was like, I have to go wash my hair now or and, something. And like,
2: he, he was like, even in this episode, he was like, why were you uh, there? And she was like, I wasn't there. He goes, I wasn't I there. I knew you were there. She goes, I was... I was taking pictures, so I took pictures. I was like, "Knock it off, sister!"
1: I'm, yeah, see, I'm I was to totally. I was so funny. Right? I was brought in works. by her. Yeah. Were you
2: brought? Let me ask you this: Were you brought in by the manager the first time? No, were, you were like, "Screw this guy." No,
1: it's not necessarily that I was like, "Screw this guy," you but were just, like, like
2: thinking Audrey was cool. Yeah, yeah. That was my way I'll tell it. you right now, <laughs> I, I've gone full circle on Audrey. Like, I still, I still have kind of misgivings about her like <laughs> threatening you know <laughs> saying that she was taking advantage of and stuff like that. but she was pretty cool in this episode
1: yeah she, know, was re- cool. she was She's really
2: cool yeah
1: yeah i like how she got the guy out like the guy who was like filing things she was like i heard there was a big accident out front <laughs> and, and he just he- ran <laughs> <What> <laughs> <laughs> he is- wanted to see
2: it like, what is- and what does he do when he goes out there he's like there's no big accident like what does he want to see just dead bodies
1: or something <laughs> So weird. And he's like, he just
2: walks away, like he doesn't even go. Really, he just leaves. <laughs> it's
1: Like uh, Audrey is such a keen observer of human psychology. She knows. That's yeah, get it's him even out. pretty
2: smooth too. she took the unicorn and then later was like, "Look, he even gave me one." Yeah, he probably has a whole box full of them. Like so cool. Man, she's
1: amazing. Um, you had a, a theory about Waldo. Uh, yeah, a uh, Waldo.
2: Where's Waldo? <laughs> right, the famous okay. children's books.
1: Which I don't know when they were published. It might have been after. After. Oh.
2: Are you researching Do you it right want now? me to
1: look it up? Yeah, because it if up. you have a whole theory about where's Waldo, yeah. we should look it well, up. Well,
2: I mean, just that's the first thing I think of when I think of Waldo. Um it's a bummer that he's dead. We just barely got to know this bird. <laughs> he seemed very cool. Um, but <laughs> the bigger thing is R.
1: I. P. Waldo. <laughs> yeah,
2: a- R. I. P. But bigger thing I was gonna mention is Coop doesn't like birds, right? I was gonna yeah. ma- I was gonna use Waldo as like
1: Okay. Waldo nineteen eighty seven. So they did know so about. So it probably is a reference. Like just it might like a be. Mystery. Who knows? Wait, 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 why aren't they
2: still making Waldo books, right?
1: <laughs> Maybe, was it Mark Harford or whatever? Maybe sure. he's just not making them anymore.
2: I always thought Waldo, you know how people, th- real, I know this is the episode of Tangents, but that's okay. We're just two friends talking. Right? <laughs> I always wish that um, they Hollywood's doing a bunch of remakes and this- I always wanted a Where's Waldo where's movie. Where's Waldo movie? But I wanted it played like very straight face. <laughs> like Waldo does have this complicated backstory where he's traveling, and it's almost like people. People are trying to, like, uh, do you remember Walda, his girlfriend?
1: Yes. And uh, And then there was, like, a dog, like, Waldog or something. I don't know if his name was Waldog, (laughs) but it was. And then
2: there was a wizard. Remember the wizard? Yes. And then do you remember Oddlaw? (laughs)
1: Yeah, like was, the evil Waldo. He was the
2: Waldo with the mustache, and he wore yellow and black. And I think it's Waldo spelled backwards. Whoa! <laughs> I, I mean, that this is the makings of a great movie, right? I
1: yeah, actually, come to think of it, you're a... Yeah,
2: well, that's so, for
1: another podcast. Anyway, uh, so it could
2: be a reference <laughs> to Waldo, is what you're
1: saying. Um, did you have a theory about the heavy breather? I think the heavy
2: bro- well, okay. So I had two theories. Okay, so. and then I hadn't. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't noticed the heavy breathing.
1: Oh, okay. So it's fine my, if you didn't. But two theories... you did notice the perspective change, I noticed
2: right? It, okay. I, I, so but I have two theories. I'll say them anyway because we are in the segment. For so many mysteries. Um, I thought one was either the owls.
1: Oh, the owls. Which can
2: you hear owls breathing?
1: Probably I don't... not. The <laughs> no, probably but, also
2: like humans breathing.
1: But I like that theory. Another
2: theory. I thought it was logs. Like, just logs looking at them?
1: Okay. Oh, it's logs? Oh, right. <laughs> of the, the spirits, then, the logs. I thought it was
2: logs, but
1: now. Like, like a tree, just thank watching. You. But
2: now that you pointed out the breathing, it, yeah. it's probably not birds and it's probably not logs. Do you know either.
1: who I thought it might be back before I figured out who it was?
2: Wait, should you tell me? Because that means it's not this person.
1: You're right. I yeah, will tell you. That was close.
2: I got to tell you, Tess, when you said that sentence, <laughs> I looked over your shoulder and there's a, there's a big, beautiful window opening. <laughs> I saw the dove sit there. <laughs> And the Uh-oh. dove took his little feathered arm and he, he drew his feather across his throat like, I'm coming for you. And luckily I stopped you because that dove was going to peck my eyes out. Okay. So we don't want that to happen. Sorry. I, I want to watch my daughter grow up with me.
1: And um, did you have a theory about Coke? I don't know. I highlighted it. I don't know why though. Oh. Because um, you thought it was an explosion. I thought it was. That's why. Gotcha. I thought it
2: was a bomb, but gotcha. it was just um, smack. <laughs>
1: Eric, do you have a quotable quotation for this episode? I
2: totally do. And I hope you do, too. All right,
1: Eric. Oh, I so I left out this scene because I wanted you as my quotable quotation. Would you like me to read it to you now?
2: I would love it.
1: So when Harry, um, stops in to check on Hank, mm-hmm. uh, and he's kind of being a D to Hank, you did point this out, but yeah. there is probably history there, Hank is very shifty, um, but Coop can see that his friend Harry, which I love the friendship between these two guys. I was about
2: to say, like, lady, such a ladies, great romance. Find a partner who looks at you like Harry S. Truman <laughs> looks at Cooper. I mean, he's sitting there and he does this whole thing about which yes. is probably gonna be a quote about the gift, the gift, right? Yes.
1: So he can see that his good friend Harry is stressed out, and he says, "Harry, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Every day, once a day, give yourself a present. Don't plan it." Don't wait for it. Just let it happen. Could be a new shirt from the men's store, a cat nap in your office chair, or two cups of good hot black coffee. So
2: amazing. Like
1: this. And then Shelly just like appears with cups of coffee for them. I love that. Give yourself a present. It's so, guys. Such a good quote. If
2: you're listening to us because you enjoy Twin Peaks, (laughs) we do another podcast called Same Team Y'all. It's The Mother Cast. Uh, that's kind of like our main cast where we try to spread positivity and we try to remind everyone that we're all human beings with, uh, our own perspectives on the world and we're all ultimately on the same team, but that's the same team y'all message right there. Totally. I
1: love it. Treat
2: yourself guys.
1: Treat yourself. And that
2: coffee is good and hot. I didn't see if... Harry's just, like, staring at him. So dreamy I
1: love it so much. (sighs) They're so great.
2: Oh, God. They're so great. My uh, quote also involves Cooper. Let me bring this up real quick. Uh, Here we go. Um, Coop is wearing his impeccable disguise with his glasses. And Big Ed is there with his wig, which I guess fit his big head. And his mustache. And he walks in there greeted by Blackie. And Blackie goes well, Fred, what's your line? Big Ed goes, own a gas station. Um, I'm an oil surgeon. (laughs) (laughs) And then it gets a little weirder weirder, because she goes, Blackie goes, ah, I've got a Chevy parked out back with a serious root canal problem. Want to take a look? And Big Ed goes, well, I was hoping you might need a little gum work because I sure like to get a look (laughs) under your hood none of this makes sense it's a weird like i guess it's a pickup line it's allusion to sexy stuff i think
1: and also cars and also oral surgery she's
2: combining cars and teeth stuff and by the way i'm gonna tell you right now i mean hey whatever floats your boat i personally don't find dentist work very arousing right can you imagine like you're hugging someone and you're like root canal. (laughs) Such a weird, such a weird moment, but I love it. I thought it was so funny, and I love that He was like, own a gas station. I'm an oral surgeon.
1: And also, after that scene, though, Blackie does something totally stupid. She's like, oh, you're alright with me. And she's like, alright, come on in, boys. And I'm like, no, clearly he just made up a story. And you're just gonna roll with it, okay? He's not a mechanic slash oral surgeon. That's not a thing. But okay. (laughs) No, no,
2: Tess, he is a mechanic so I'll tell you right now guys if you're listening and you're a mechanic slash oral surgeon please email us in it's same peaks y'all at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and your adventures being a mechanic and an oral surgeon
1: and a uh, person who goes to brothels uh-huh. by the way real quick before
2: we leave this segment um the Coop is he like counting cards is he like a card counting
1: savant I well I don't know we know that Coop is um quite brilliant in all areas I think that it's highly possible that he and he he took
2: ten thousand dollars which
1: might be why he feels safe taking gambling with the FBI's money because he's so good at it's because he knows he's going to be able to return it yeah
2: that's what I thought which isn't so bad I guess but he did give what three hundred to Big Ed. Yeah. He just lost immediately. <laughs> he lost it immediately. He'll
1: have to make up for Big Ed. I yeah. did like
2: another Big Ed moment because I love Big Ed so much. Is he goes tw- he goes blackjack's not my game. And Coop's like, can you count the ten? And Big Ed's like, on most days, he goes, <laughs> he goes, and you can play blackjack or you can play. You know, I thought it was, Big Ed's such a great guy because he's so like he's such a great guy. He sells himself short. Like he he knows like oh I'm just a gas station attendant or owner. He owns his own business. But I mean he's a great guy. He's so good to Nadine, right?
1: Yeah, you know I. I think that following this conversation, we should definitely go into our MVP of the episode. And the reason is because. My MVP of this episode really? It's totally Big Ed. Is it? Yes, oh, because I love Big Ed's uh, witty repartee with Blackie, even though it is just highly problematic. Because um, if you're a businesswoman running a brothel, you would like totally know that these dudes are.
2: Well, right away she's like, "You're a cop," and then she's like, "Oh wait, you're a mechanic, oil surgeon. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come right on in. Right this way. Here are our illegal wares."
1: Uh, but I do. I love Big Ed in this episode. I love his his mustache and his wig and his bolo tie. Um, I uh, and I also gonna just say I really love that scene with him and Nadine. where he's comforting her and she's because that scene is so sad but he's like don't give up on your dreams even though we know that They have a problematic relationship. Like they're not probably meant to be together. He's but he's making the best of.
2: He was sleeping with someone else. Yes. So it's. I'm guessing that's not stopped because they've taken a break. So that's not great. But But yeah, he's such a caring guy. And I, 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 what I love about Big Ed too is that he he's just he like he just owns a gas station, right? Mm -hmm. And even though I may have issues where they're like, okay, civilian. Go kidnap this guy. <laughs> You're working for us now, like, under the books or whatever. But I think he was leg- legitimately just trying to do a good thing. Remember the couple yeah. of you know, no one brings drugs into Twin Peaks?
1: Yeah, teams. that's all of our problems. Yeah. yeah.
2: Such a cool dude. Uh, two theories about Twin... Or, uh, I've got a question about Big Ed and a theory about Big Ed. Question. How did he... Uh, first start his um gas station like how did he own it? you can't just like wake up and own a gas station right unless he took out a bank loan or something you know and you paid it off I mean great for him he owns his own business he's not a gas station attendant he owns the gas station probably the only gas station in town maybe <laughs> probably theory his name is big Ed because in high school all the kids noticed his big head. <laughs>
1: And Harry is named Harry because of his amazing hair. Yeah, not. and he has
2: no clue that there was a president that was also kind of Harry S. Truman. Um, that, yeah, because remember, he even mentions his big head. He does. He's worried, he's worried the wig won't fit him. So he's big probably head, having- Big head Ed. Yeah, he's probably having flashbacks.
1: I will say, if you are interested in Ed's backstory, I think you will be satisfied by the book Secret History of ooh, Twin
2: Peaks. Ooh, I will be reading that in a year, two years. <laughs> or longer. Yeah, because we we're planning on going through season one? Yeah. Season two? Yes. Book.
1: Then you're going to watch no, the no, movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, movie. Then, then you're going to read the book. Book. Then return. Then
1: the return. Then and then
2: another book. The final book. Did the final book come out? Not yet. Okay. And you're not going to read it.
1: I know. Because that, dove's looking, that dove's looking at you. He's right outside. <laughs>
2: um, my MVP, Uh, it's a long time coming. It is finally Special Agent. Cooper, wow. And I'll be honest with you, Cooper's had a lot of amazing moments up until now. And personally, if I was being honest with myself, he would probably be, like, my MVP for a lot of episodes. Like, uh-huh, yeah. But I wanted to spread the MVPness around.
1: Yeah, you gotta spread the love.
2: That's why, in the last episode, I had, like, I last second
1: MVP
0: through.
2: <laughs> but this episode, I was just so impressed with the way he handled things with Audrey, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I would probably still like him if he did sleep with Audrey, but the fact that he, like, just handled it so well, and he's like, what you need is a friend, let me get you some food, we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about this. I'm not going to sleep with you. We and he, he even says like there's a difference between what you want and what you can do or or, or something. Right. And he, He's really he's passionate about being an FBI agent. He goes there's certain morals and state that I have to that I represent that I stand up for. And uh, <laughs> such a great thank you, Coop. S- thank you for not sleeping with Audrey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what, I'm a little, while well, I'm super happy that you've chosen Coop because I love Coop, um, I'm a little disappointed because I kind of thought this might be the first week we have the same MVP. Are we ever going to have the same MVP? I, I That's a mystery. How many more,
2: like, I guess we have, so our next episode is the season finale. That's right. Which, by the way, I wanted to tell you, well, should we just go into our fish in a percolator?
1: Let's do it. Let me ask you this. Yeah.
2: How many fish in a percolator would you give it? <laughs> You'd never guess. There
0: was a fish in the percolator.
1: Um, I'm going to give this. Four out of five, Fish and a Perk I will
2: also give it four out of five. And the reason, because this felt very much like the episode before the season yes, finale. Yes, I me. agree this
1: with you. This is it
2: ramping up, right? Like, there are things going on, and there are mysteries, and there's, like, uh, there's one episode left, right? Yes. And at the t- correct me if I'm wrong, at the time of recording this show, or filming it, they didn't know there'd be another season, right? That's
1: correct. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, I... I agree with you. I feel like a lot happened in this episode, and it was really great, but there was just something, like, you know that it was all to-be-continued in the next episode. Yeah.
2: Which I I liked. I thought that was really cool. Um, Yeah. I give it four. Fish in a Percolator. It was a very good episode. I very much enjoyed it. So... Yep. So
1: that's uh, that's the podcast, y'all. Yeah. Um, next Fortnite, we'll be talking about the season finale of season one of Twin Peaks. Yes, yeah, so
2: if you've been watching along with us, that's going to be episode eight, season one of the original Twin Peaks. Um, our Twitter handle is at Same Team Y'all. It's kind of our Twitter handle for both casts mm-hmm. Same Peaks Y'all and Same Team Y'all. And what's that email again, mister? It's
1: same peaks, y'all at gmail.com. Feel free to email us also at if you are a big fan of the show and you're just kind of revisiting it with us just mm-hmm. to uh, hear our thoughts. Um, you can send me spoilers. I am the only one checking the email, so the dove will not get to Eric um, if you email us. It's totally fine. We'd love to hear from you. This
2: dove is, like, so deadly. <laughs> like, he's the scariest dove I've ever seen. I think seen. the dove
1: killed Laura Palmer. Have you noticed that we haven't, like, talked about who killed Laura? Can we? Can we I know where i know we wrap
2: up, but real quick, I think it's so interesting that so many people are trying to solve the mystery of who yeah. killed Laura Palmer. But what's cool is that we basically have... Uh, Three groups, I think. We have uh, the FBI and sheriff Mm -hmm. people trying to solve the case. We have James... And Maddie and the Donna. The Scooby gang. The Scooby gang. And then we also have Audrey, right? Yep. And they're the three groups. But what's so interesting, they're trying to solve the case. In 3 They're taking three different approaches, yeah. right? So, which is kind of cool. I'm kind of excited. We
1: also have Jacoby. Is he he's, trying to solve it? I think he is. He said his, he is, but what's he His weird, weird interrogation of Bobby. Do you remember that?
2: Okay, so I guess as far as him trying to solve it, he's just interrogating Bobby.
1: Well, I mean, maybe his is more of a, like, spiritual, like, he, investigation like he's just trying to come to terms with it i think
2: he's gonna discover that he
1: also now. they
2: called dr jacoby he didn't look like he was working hard on anything he was just <laughs> sitting around drinking a mai tai watching a show i mean he wasn't like at least james is working hard you know every time i see him he looks like he's working hard so uh guys thank you so much for listening uh, if you enjoyed this cast please tell a friend um And uh, please give us a five star review. Yeah, feel
1: free to rate and review us. We do have one review up there. Oh, that's right. Do you have it on your phone? Um, I can look it up really quick. Yeah, if you
2: can look it up, I would love you to. Thank you for reminding me. I completely forgot that we had that. Uh, Like I said, we always ask for five star reviews, but please always rate with your heart. Um, ask yourself, how would the log lady review us? (laughs) probably not great
1: right <laughs> oh you don't think she would like our show i don't know she
2: seems like she probably sets a pretty high bar mm. even for podcasts so uh uh
1: title of the review more tess and eric goodness Ooh. oh Ooh. so they're a fan of same team y'all mm-hmm. oh as a big fan of same team y'all and the show Twin Peaks. I love this show. I love to hear Eric's theories on everything as off the wall as some of them may be. Or
2: how completely accurate they all were.
0: And
1: then, and then this is, I mean, this is like a little spoiler for you. It just, this is, this person's opinion says, can't wait for Eric and Tess to get to Twin Peaks the Return and discuss what a travesty it was, in my humble opinion. LOL. It's,
2: um, so, <laughs> it's been, no, thank you so much. Five
1: stars. Five thank stars. Thank you
2: so much for the review. What's the name?
1: Ruby Soho thank 2006. Thank you so much for the review. Thanks, was, Ruby. Oh,
2: 2006 was a good year too. <laughs> that was really good. The, um, I, um, yeah, I, I've heard, it's been hard to say spoiler free, because especially yeah. when the return was going on and when the return ended, but just from like the vibe of the internet coming out very contentious a lot of yeah, people have a different opinions. almost like people are different people so <laughs> have different opinions guys thank you so much for listening um, as always this coffee is hot it's hot this coffee is so hot good
0: and hot